Wellington-born Samoan opera singer Aivale Cole had the honour of singing the Samoan National Anthem at the Rugby League World Cup Final at Old Trafford Stadium on November 19th. The 2009 Lexus Songquest winner was asked if she wanted to sing the anthem only a few hours before the game kicked off. She was one of few supporters who attended the semi-final in which Tosa Moore pulled off its legendary 27-26 victory over England. Final Funua spoke with Aivale Cole about her experience. Could you describe the moment um, you got offered to do the national anthem for Tour Samoa? It was um, a real honour to be asked, um, and at, sh- at really short notice as well. So I, I basically bought my ticket to go and be a spectator. I bought my train ticket and my and my a, a ticket, a good seat, so that I could really have a good view of the game and to support the boys. So um, that was my um, reason for travelling there. Um, but when I arrived, my, I got off my train literally uh, at 10, 10 a.m. in the morning and then 10 minutes later my, my phone rang um, and it was uh, the Deputy Prime Minister of Samoa, um, Tuala, blessed him. He, he gave me a call and... Um, yeah, and then I got to, and then we got chatting, and then he asked me if I would um, would be able to to sing the national anthem, which of course was a huge honour. Um, and I have to say, when I when I said yes, I've I, I've been looking at all the videos from my friends back at home who've been doing the parades, and my own family in Perth have been joining the parade. Um, just celebrating them and buying their flags and just having a massive celebration. It's been so wonderful to see so how how we've come together. And even here in London, like I at the semi finals I, I met um, people that I've never you know, that it's someone that are living here and I've never met. So it was so nice to have that sort of unity. So of course when <coughs> excuse me, when being offered um the the opportunity to, to sing the national anthem, I thought of everyone, if you know what I mean. You know, I thought I'd love, I'd be honoured to sing this on behalf of every single person, someone and someone supporter who can't make it to Old Trafford. Um, I will sing it on behalf of every single person. So yeah, it was a really, it was a huge honour, and and I I went for it for everybody. So. And for the boys, of course. But yeah, it was a real honour. And could you describe what it was like um, singing the national anthem at that that game? Um, it's all. Oh, it's it is. It, it, you just sing it with so much pride, being someone. Um, and of course, you know, you're singing words like "Samoa, arise and wave your flag." You know, it, it is a moment that the whole world. Um, you know, we're singing that, that we're, we're flying our flags with such pride all around the globe. Um, and to say those words and to remind everyone that we should be proud how amazing we've gotten this far. Those voices have journeyed up to that moment is, uh, is history. And everyone is, is so happy and proud to have been a part of that history, to be alive at a time like that when the Samoa is just, you know, just really come through so strongly um, with confidence um, and pride. So yeah, it was it was an amazing honour. Um, I don't get nervous with things like this. I just, especially with something like this, it's more 
just so proud to represent our country. What was it like? Because um, you're right in England where the tournament was is happening. Mm. What was it like when Samoa beat England in that semifinal? Like, how did the Samoan community react there? Oh, my gosh. We went nuts, okay? I don't know if you've seen my social media, but there was a video where we go absolutely nuts in the stadium. Um, we, we were... There was only, like, in our section of the stadium, there was literally just eight of us Samoans flying the flag, and the rest were English. So we were, like, eight Samoan needles in a massive... English haystack, if you know what I mean. But we were just screaming and shouting, you know, encouraging the boys because we were up quite close to the field. So we knew our time to, to say something was when the English were really quiet and then we cheered and we shouted because we thought that's the only time they ever going to hear us because we can't really be heard when the English shout. So, yeah, it was amazing. And uh, what was it like um, after the game? It must have been really sad for all the English fans um, not to have You know what? I have to say, the English fans were so lovely. They were, like, congratulating us. They were like, well done, see you at the finals. Um, You know, of course, there's a couple of super fans that were, like, so angry and stuff. Um, But, you know what, a majority... We're so happy for us. So it was really lovely, actually, afterwards. Really lovely, yeah. What's the island community like there in England? Is it tight-knit? Is it, um, is there a lot of islanders there in London? There are a lot of in London and around Europe as well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we but we have an arts collective here, um, which was run by my cousin um Silinga Sani Muliaumasiali called Nafa Arts Collective. And then he's been um, the founder um, and artistic director for that for over a decade. Um, so yeah, we're continuing um, doing um, Nafa projects which is all classical music, art poetry um, and it's all showcasing Pacific Islanders, Pacific work, um, Western operas that are set in the Pacific. So yeah, yeah, we, we sort of um, trying to put our mark um, here in London and, and people find it really fascinating to, to, to come and watch or be a part of um, those projects. 